0: The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of Newstalk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. With seven, Yasumu, to top of the key, driving, pull up from fifteen is good. And- Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for Fighting Illini basketball. Dosumu against the man-to-man, pass inside Kofi, and the finish, he slams it in. Dribbles into the paint. Top balance oh. shot blocked by Kofi Coburn. Out of there with it, Dosumu to the basket. Lay it up. Yeah. Goal! Out top, Dosumu. Right wing, right corner. Frazier for the lead, and he buried it from the deep right corner. Now, from our game day studios in downtown Champaign, here's your host,
1: Evan Kahn. Evan Kahn. The Illini back out on the road tonight in search of a third straight win following a four game losing streak. Taking on in state rival who only has one win on the calendar year. Good evening. Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Kahn here live in our Game Day studios running the whole shebang tonight. Scott Beatty's on assignment with Illinois Baseball. I'm joined in studio by a local who spent a little little bit of time in the area Lauren Tate Lauren the Illini come in 18 and 9 10 and 6 in conference play tied for third taking on Northwestern a whopping six and twenty, one and fifteen in Big Ten play. The Illini—they kind of seem to be back on track. You know, they got Iowa back against Penn State, and then they win against Nebraska. But uh, we saw it Monday night. It's not like it was an easy one, and it wasn't really easy when the Wildcats came to uh, Champaign back in January. So uh, I-, I see that it's a-, a six-point spread here to open things up, and that might sound uh, closer than people would think.
2: Yeah, I, I think that the home court is worth so much, as we know, and, and uh, we do know that Northwestern beat Illinois up there last year, and we also know that the last two games, one was an overtime and one was in a very close game, so uh, I just think that uh, Illinois, is, uh, the, the great thing to realize is that by winning this game, Illinois can move into second place. I mean, it would be a tie, but nevertheless, 11-6 looks good to me, and I would think that uh, I would have thought 11-9 when we if we started the season if we, if Illinois went 11-9 that would be good enough to get them in the NCAA tournament. Now I know it's not just strictly based on that, and I, the Miami and the and the Missouri and the Arizona games really hurt early and they knocked them way down, and it's a long climb back from there. But uh, this the team right now is pretty healthy, and and they've got a big advantage because uh, they I don't think Northwestern can handle Kofi without double team. but you're you brought up something earlier that I almost skipped in my mind, is, is that zone. They will zone. Illinois must make shots. They're not going to let Kofi shoot layups in there. They're going to double-team him every time he gets the ball, I would guess. that Wouldn't be my. Wouldn't you anticipate that?
1: Yeah, and I was trying to think back. They did play a lot of zone in that first matchup. Yeah. I can't remember if they were the first team to play a lot of zone against the Illini. I, I also don't know if that was a matchup thing or that's just kind of what Northwestern does. But, yeah, the, in the Illini that day, I don't have the numbers, but I believe they shot close to 40% from three that day. Georgie knocked down a three. So the Illini shooters w- were making them that day, but we know that's not been the case for the majority of the games.
2: Well, the, the thing that that does, last year, Feliz, in one game, shot 16 free throws, made 15 against Northwestern. Yeah. How do you think he got fouled? standing out there shooting threes or driving to the basket. How does, Osu- how does I.O. get his points? Driving to the basket. He had a bunch of layups again the other night. And they're not going to get layups against uh, – they will in, in the fast break situation, but Northwestern is going to get back and, and, and pile up in that zone and force Illinois to make shots. And Illinois, to this point, has not shown that they can consistently do that. If there's one big shortcoming about, about this Illinois team, it's the shooting. Mm-hmm. and if you can't get points without making baskets, and that it's, I, I would hope that they'd come out of this, but maybe this is, hey, Sunday's going to be March. We're into <laughs> March already, okay? So if, if what they've shown us to now, we should begin to realize that this is what, what they, they are. are,
1: and they're just not a very good shooting team. Yes. Mm. So we'll see how that shakes out. We're underway here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist. Up next, we're hoping to be joined courtside by one of the gentlemen on the call. In a little bit, we've got our keys to the game. Plus, later, the coach's corner with the voice of the Illini, Brian Barnhart. He talks with assistant coach Chin Coleman. All that ahead on Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's fighting a eye Game Day.
0: The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk
1: 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Back here on Fighting Illini Game Day, Evan Conn in for Scott Beatty tonight, joined by Lauren Tate here in studio, taking you up to 7 o'clock tip tonight between Illinois and Northwestern. Let's get a view from the court. We're joined by the voice of the Illini, Brian Barnhart, sitting up in Evanston, getting ready for tonight's game. Brian, is this the battle to be Chicago's Big Ten team? Can (laughs) Illinois be Chicago's Big Ten team?
0: Well, they've been, uh, you know, the revival in the uh, program this year in particular has been a lot of excitement. I expect a lot of Orange here tonight. A, because Illinois is playing well. They're in the upper division of the Big Ten, possibly. As of today, uh, playing on Friday at the Big Ten tournament, double bye. That could change, of course. The other thing is we we didn't play the game in Chicago this year, so there's some pent-up excitement to see the team. Had a couple of folks waiting to get autographs at the hotel when we left to get on the bus here to come to the arena so uh, I think everybody with Northwestern expects a lot of uh, orange clad fans to be here so yes I think uh, hopefully they've have retaken that title away from the Wildcats
2: well I, I would think that uh, when, when Illinois is pretty good Brian, they pack it at Northwestern, and we've seen that over the years. And they've even run some special groups in there and surprised them by wearing coats over orange and then taking the coats off right as the game started. Remember that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it's a little uh, – it doesn't stand out as much when they do it here just because there's so many other people wearing orange. But, And I don't think they've done it this year, so we're down to two games left to do that. This one in Ohio State, so we'll see if they happen to do that. But you're right, and you know this, Lauren, over the years – if I think if Illinois is doing really well and Northwestern's down, it's almost like 60-40 Illinois. Yeah. At times when Illinois is down and Northwestern's up, it's still 40-60 Illinois the other way, you know, 60-40 for Northwestern, but uh, you know or or dead even. So I think with the excitement of this year and contending and looking to be pretty good for the tournament, uh, I think it'll be that 60-40 at least in Illinois' favor tonight.
2: Brian, if I'm going into this game, if I'm Collins and I'm trying to figure out strategy for this game, the first thing I'm going to think of is I'm going to zone Illinois and make them make shots. What do you think?
0: Yeah, the Illinois has done some work against zone in the recent shoot-arounds, uh, more so than they did, I think, early in the year. I mean, they always done some. But, but uh, with Iowa, I remember, do, did a lot of zone, of course, and changed their zones frequently. But that was a problem. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else along the way zoned us. Maryland did that, of course, effectively when they were down 14 against us. So, yeah, that might not be a bad strategy, although I think uh, Illinois has come up with some wrinkles in their in their shoot-arounds and practices to to work on being better against the zone anyway, getting it into the middle, getting it to the short corner, doing some of that.
2: Well, I, I would think that uh, kofi has got to be really alert tonight when he gets the ball, whether he can score or whether he needs to dump it out because – I bet they're going to fall in on him, and, and uh, he's got to make a quick pass to the open guy.
0: If you remember, Lauren, the one thing that Northwestern does have is uh, they're tall. Mm-hmm. They may not be wide, but they're all very tall, and so they can at least get their arms in front of him and you know deny the entry passes. If they're sagging some on him, they can, uh, they can pose more of a problem than, say, Nebraska did, did which they, they don't have any size, of course.
1: Brian Barnhart joining us courtside from Evanston here. One last thing, you know, Georgie's fallen on some tough times here of late and Kofi was in that same boat with him there for a while and he seems to be coming out of it. And Georgie actually scored thirteen the last time out against Northwestern. Does this seem like a, a day that Georgie can can get it going again and, and open up the inside for more options?
0: I would hope so. I mean I you just it's almost like he's just trying too hard you know, he gets around the basket, he's thinking about his, his hook shot. He's not just doing it. And I remember coaches have told me over the years, if you're thinking out there, you're done. Mm-hmm. And it, it's almost like he's been thinking about it so much. But I know uh, Scott Ritchie talked about it, I think, in the Gazette today and about Georgie, you know, uh, early, when, before Brad Underwood got to the office the other other day after the game, he was working on his shot. And, and uh, that's great. You need to work on it and continue to show that determination. But just to see a couple go through would really, really help, and he did play well against Northwestern and has in previous games, so hopefully that will give him some confidence.
2: Yeah, he had 26 against them once last year. Oh, wow. 26. Yeah, he's 12 out of 15 from the field.
0: We know what he's capable of, that's yeah. for sure, and, and he, you know, if Illinois is going to make a tournament run or, say, win the Big Ten tournament or make a run in the NCAA, they really have to have him, I think.
1: Good stuff, Brian. Thanks for coming on. We look forward to your call and enjoy the game.
0: All right, thanks, guys. Northwestern's wearing their Gothic uniforms oh, tonight, okay. so we'll be looking for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, thanks, Brian, Brian Lorne, and I have our keys to the game coming up next here on the Rudy Wealth Management Pregame Show. It's Fighting Illini Game Day.
0: The Rudy Wealth Management Pregame Show continues on News Talk 1400
1: and Light Rock 97.5. Here again scott Beatty, evan con lauren tate here on the rudy wealth management pregame show taking you up to the seven o'clock tip at welsh ryan arena between the illini and the northwestern wildcats it's time for our keys to the game brought to you by hickory point bank and champagne the unlimited value of the right team one banking expert will steer you in the right direction a whole team of them will take you to your destination hickory point bank invested i'll start with you lauren
2: well, I'm going to just go simply. They got to shoot the ball. Uh, we know that they're we know that uh, they're going to get shots against Northwestern. We know that. Uh, they shot 39% the other day against Nebraska and 1. <laughs> so, if they shoot 44%, which is what they're shooting for this uh, for the Big 10 season, 44%, that's not asking too much and if they shoot 40%, they'll win. 44%, they'll win. And that's what they have to do. They just have to make shots. You can't win basketball games consistently unless you make baskets.
1: Yeah, that was my first key—not just make shots. I think they've got to move the ball, especially against the zone. That's something that they've run into a lot of dribbling, uh, a lot of yeah. passing around—you know, thirty-five, forty feet from the basket. You know, not going downhill and getting points. So less dribbling, more passing, and make those shots whenever you do make the passes. And I think they got to show up for forty minutes. They haven't really done that on the road. It's been more of an issue at home. But Northwestern—they've got nothing to lose here. Losers of. of of all those games in a row so uh, a team like the Illini you know just trying to keep the resume building Northwestern uh, in-state rival uh, I, I could see them being a, a little juiced up for this one so the Illini are going to have to bring it from the tip.
2: Well that's right and, and uh, you know Illinois has done has played really well on the road generally speaking they have four Big Ten road game victories all against top 40 teams in the, in the net and nobody else in the country has done that And so uh, Illinois, uh, you know, uh, the one thing they do is they they play tough on the road most of the time.
1: Yeah, this seems like that game we were hoping it was Monday against Nebraska. This is the one that they can hopefully run out, get a big lead, and just (laughs) hold on to it the the rest of the way. That would be preferred. Get one of those easy (laughs) wins because it seems like not a lot of them have been too easy here.
2: No, and and some of their wins, they have had uh, wins in the Big Ten by one, two, three, four, and 8 Six points. Yeah, One, two, three, four, and six. Margins of victory.
1: And the four was the first time against Northwestern, Northwestern so right. hopefully we can more than double that tonight. Lauren, thank you for mm-hmm. coming in for Sports Talk and pregame show. We'll talk to you down the road. That's our Keys to the Game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign. Up next, Illini assistant Chin Coleman has the scout for Northwestern on the coach's corner here on Fighting Illini Game Day. Back on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Evan Kahn here in our downtown studios in Champaign getting you ready for Illinois Northwestern. Let's get the scout in the coach's corner. Brian Barnhart chats with assistant coach Chin Coleman, who has the scout for tonight's matchup against the Wildcats. The coach's corner brought to you by Clark Lindsey and Hickory Point Bank. Here is Brian and Chin.
0: Chin, first of all, everybody talking about the last game. Everybody that's talked to me about it. And said, "What about that three-quarter court shot by Trent? That was uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, it was
3: for uh, everybody else, um, but he, we do that every day, every single day in practice. There hasn't been not one practice where we in practice before we huddle up with coach um, when coach blows a whistle and, and brings everybody in. Trent takes an attempt from from about half court. So it's nothing new to us. I mean, you." You shoot so many of them, you're bound to make one. And so it just so happened that he did
0: what he practices every day in the game. Yeah. You know, that that was a cool moment, and it was an important moment because he had hit one earlier. We had the ball coming out of the second half. That was a, kind of a big momentum swing.
3: Absolutely, it was a big momentum. It wasn't just like it was a heave that didn't mean nothing at the end of the day. It was a heave that he took that actually had some, some substance behind it. It was just something that we see every day. And not not does he, do he make them every day, but he attempts them every day. And so, he make or miss, he shoots it, and then we in practice, and then coach talks, and we do our deal.
0: So. It's kind of like, uh, and you practice free throws more, but certainly it's a muscle memory kind of yeah. thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then every... Uh, shoot around that we have prior to before a game
3: uh, when we switch ends of the, the court, the bigs do the same thing. They can't start the second part of their shoot around warm up until somebody makes a half court heave. Yeah. So, this is something that we do every day as part of our, our deal. All
0: right, on to Northwestern here tonight. Uh, last game, it was a fairly close game. In fact, I looked it up, the last half dozen games have been close. It's always going to be uh, an intense
3: game within a really a a true rivalry but um, I will say that we we didn't play Illinois basketball the last time we played them we we were very out of sorts we weren't in sync in terms of the scout in terms of the the details of what we needed to do we kind of cruised along and and I didn't like our approach I didn't like our attitude and our our mentality towards that game and so tonight they're going to get a chance to see what Illinois basketball is really about and what and who we are and who we what we've been this year we didn't show them that so i'm sure they're thinking that they're going to get the same illinois but they won't get that illinois they'll get the dialed in, the locked in illinois that's uh, ready to be assignment sound and stick to the script of the scout
0: yeah it's a good reminder too a good warning if you cruise you might lose right that's
3: one of my sayings as well yeah. cruisers are losers but uh we we had enough talent the first time we played them to pull the game out we were it but by the way we displayed that and how we approach that game. and Right now, we're on go right now. We're on goal mode. We, we got something in front of us that we're trying to accomplish. And anybody that's in our way is, is just getting moved over. We're, we're, so I, I expect for our guys to be locked in, to be dialed in, to be on goal
0: mode and be ready to go tonight. This Northwestern team, I was talking to Chris Collins the last time we played him young still kind of learning how to win games aren't they young teams go through those kind of things
3: yeah they do um i don't i'm not sure who the leader is um i think that they're probably suffering from a little bit of a leadership standpoint and being that they lost a lot of seniors that they had that kind of headed that locker room and now you bring a fifth year guy in and he's a a, a, a a giant in another sport you know he's a lacrosse superstar and so to expect for him to leave a locker room is probably tough on him to do but he's an older stage and I'm sure he's trying and so when things get tough for them they kind of splinter and I think that that's the reason why they've been in good games they've been in a lot of a lot of tough and close games but I think that when it gets hard and it gets tough they splinter a little bit because of the youth and
0: they, they just need to learn how to fight through that. All right, we'll come back, talk some more with Chin Coleman. He's got the scout for the Wildcats next. Illinois basketball tonight against Northwestern. We saw the Wildcats back in early January. They do have a big change. Is that Boo Booey, who did not play against us, he's back. What does he bring to the table? He's a dynamic guard who can score from all three levels.
3: He's got the ultimate, uh, ultra green light. He, He shoots it from anywhere. He has a really good deck game, and he's aggressive off of ball screens. Gets in the lane. He's got a good floater. Touch it in and around the rim. 60 plus percent of his shots when he drives it into the house will be floaters, but uh, he puts them in a different attack because I think that they're more uh, ball screen offense instead of what they call their high, which is their base offense. So he gives them another option at the guard spot, what they didn't have, and they have one, which is Spencer. So we got to do a good job on both of those guys and contain them in ball screens and not letting them just run free and and play do-me basketball. We got to make
0: them play against our set defense. I was impressed with Barron when we saw him. He had his career high 17. He's just a good-looking young player.
3: Yeah, um, he's going to be a good player. He had his best game against us you're right he had a career night hadn't really had that type of Mm -hmm. outing since us so I'm sure he's kind of can't wait to see us you know I was a player too and if I had a good game against a team I couldn't wait to see them again so I'm (laughs) sure he's happy that we're in the building and I'm sure he's going to be have his guns blazing and ready to go so we got to make sure we do a good job of containing him he's a really good shooter skilled stretch four man he can deck it um, he's going to be a really good player for him. I think the future is bright for him.
0: Yeah, it looks like Jared Jones gives him some good minutes, too. You can kind of see him developing a little hey, bit.
3: recently, over the last five games, he's been playing a little more. He's a molded-up guy. I call it Gator guy. He gets after it. um with, you know, his energy, his effort, he's a rim runner, He's a, he can, though, he has a good touch around the, the, the center circle, he can shoot a 10 to 12 foot jump shot, but most of his impact in the game is all effort, all effort, and those guys are valuable, so I really respect him because he plays hard. He gives him uh, something different in terms of some athleticism at that five spot, and uh, he's going to be a good player, too.
0: Yeah. Well, a lot to be said for effort, right? You can make up for a lot of things. Effort is is,
3: is everything, and that's something that we try not to coach. We want to make sure that our effort and our energy level is steady, and it's always there. And we, that way, we can coach the, the tactical part of the game and the commandment part of the game. We don't have to ever want to coach playing hard. That shouldn't be something that you have to try to coach up so uh when our when our energy is right and when we're connected we're a really good team i think that we can be one of the best teams in this country when all of those things are are, are hitting on each other but you know we we plan to come in here and, and do what we've been doing i mean we, we feel like we're, we're one of the best teams in the country one of the best road teams in the country and and we're going to do what we do and that's us win
0: you know this uh, community well in Chicago, Chicago Land. Uh, there will be a lot of orange here tonight, I think.
3: I think so. I think um, <coughs> hopefully half the building is orange, and it'll give us a little extra incentive. We're going to need it tonight because obviously we understand that there's some special implications on the game on their end. I think they're displaying. It's just one of those games where they every year they display a uniform designed by them by through uh, Under Armour and so on and so to speak. So. I think the game is sold out, but I think half of the building will be orange, and if that's the case, then we look forward to playing in front of our fans here on somebody else's home court.
0: All right. Hey, Chin, thank you. Good luck. Thank you. We're going to need it. All right, that's Chin Coleman. He's got the coach's corner, Illinois Northwestern.
1: Thanks, Brian. That's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Clark Lindsey. Plenty of Big Ten action tonight. Three other games other than Illinois Northwestern, which we're getting you ready for. Brian Barnhart, Dion Thomas standing by to take you up to tip off at 7. I'm Evan Kahn. I'll be back after the game with Trent Meacham for the Fasteners, etc. postgame show. We'll take your calls and texts here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana. We'll talk to you later.